from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Multiple officers and bystanders have been injured as pro-Trump extremists stormed the U.S. Capitol building to interrupt the process necessary to approve Joe Biden's election as the next president of the United States. Capitol Hill has been locked down and as many representatives and senators as possible have been evacuated as the throng moved to interrupt the electoral process. A number of senators, including Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown, were locked in the Senate chambers for a time for their own safety as the rioters moved to enter that portion of the building. Brown later tweeted he and his staff are safe. Ohio Senator Rob Portman took to Twitter to defend the right to protest while also condemning the acts of violence and vandalism taking place. President Trump previously encouraged those aligned with him to storm the Capitol and held a rally to incite the response. The National Guard and state police from Virginia and Maryland have been dispatched to assist the D.C. police. Republican Governor Mike DeWine is condemning the actions of those pro-Trump extremists. DeWine took to Twitter to issue a statement on the violence and vandalism, saying, quote, As a nation of laws, this is simply not acceptable. Lawlessness is not acceptable. This is an affront to our Constitution and everything we hold dear. Those who breached the Capitol breached the Constitution, end quote. DeWine, who has been a vocal supporter of Trump through much of his presidency, joined officials on both sides of the aisle in asking the president to call for the demonstrators to leave the Capitol building immediately. Trump did issue such a statement, but couched it in baseless rhetoric about how the election was stolen from him. 27 staff members and six patients at the Ohio State Hospital East in Columbus have tested positive for COVID-19 in a cluster of cases, according to the hospital. Dave James has the details. The staff members worked on a general patient care unit between December 20th and New Year's Day. The hospital said it appears the cases have been confined to the patient care unit and asymptomatic testing is being offered to the staff on that unit. The 27 staff members make up about 2% of the 1,200 employees at Ohio State East. The hospital says it's reviewing all infection control measures and strongly encouraging vigilance in wearing masks, hand hygiene, physical distancing, and monitoring for COVID-19 symptoms. Dave James, ONN News. Governor DeWine says Group 1B should begin getting COVID vaccines in a couple of weeks, including school employees and people 65 and over. Laura Queso has more. The governor believes what's happening now with the rollout is not good enough. I am pushing everybody from the pharmacy companies to the hospitals to our health departments to get these vaccines in people's arms just as quick as they can because we know it does no good sitting on the shelf and we also know waiting two or three days five days whatever you know someone could have been vaccinated and being protected during that period of time he says in the next few days he will make it very clear where you can get the vaccine if you are in group 1b i'm laura queso Family, friends, and dignitaries gathered in Columbus yesterday to celebrate the life of Andre Hill and demand justice for his fatal shooting by a police officer. More from Andrew Kinsey. The 47-year-old died two weeks ago after being shot by former officer Adam Coy during a non-emergency call. His death is reigniting a call for change and justice. America, we will demand justice for Andre Maurice Hill. The family and their attorneys want criminal charges to be filed against Coy. They have started the groundwork for Andre's law, which will require officers to turn on their body cameras and render aid. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
The mayor of Dayton, who became a powerful voice for gun control measures after a mass shooting in her city in 2019, has announced she will not be returning to that position once her term ends. Tracy Townsend reports. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley announced this morning that she will not be running for re-election. This is the best job I have ever had. But I believe our city can only continue to grow if we give space and opportunity for new leaders and new ideas. In the Twitter video released this morning, Mayor Whaley promised to continue to be an advocate for the city. As for what comes next, she hinted at an announcement to come. I'm Tracy Townsend. Since that shooting in Dayton, Governor DeWine has called on the legislature to pass protections to reduce gun violence. Yolanda Harris reports that DeWine has pointed this out even as he signed a controversial Stand Your Ground bill into law. It is frustrating for Republican Senator Matt Dolan of Northeast Ohio. He sponsored the Strong Ohio bill, which includes restrictions on those trying to get a gun who are mentally or emotionally unstable and calls for thorough background checks. It stalled in committee in 2019. Is this a bill designed to get guns out of hand of people who want to commit violence? Yes. Isn't that a shared goal? The senator says he will start the process again this year in hopes of passing strong Ohio. I'm Yolanda Harris. It was another violent night in Columbus with the city reporting its second double homicide of the new year. Tino Ramos reports. It was a Columbus police officer who was in the area just doing a basic patrol when he suddenly saw this vehicle sitting in the middle of the road, thought it was suspicious, checked out the car and inside in the driver's seat was a dead body. He also looked just over the vehicle and found another dead body on the ground only feet away. Now, police have been getting clues and collecting some evidence, but nobody in custody. This one is the the sixth and seventh homicide of the year, but there was also an eighth homicide that occurred this morning. I'm Tina Ramos. Governor Mike DeWine is expected to sign a new bill into law that will offer protections for vulnerable Ohioans. Tracy Townsend reports. House Bill 33 establishes animal abuse reporting requirements and adds new reporters of child abuse. This will require animal abuse reporting by social service workers and veterinarians. The creators of this bill say they hope that cross-reporting can improve the community's response to crimes against both people and animals and may also help prevent future violence. I'm Tracy Townsend. Federal government stimulus payments are going out, and now people are reporting new text messages, emails, and phone calls from scammers saying they need to pay either to confirm personal information or to get the check itself. Angela Ann explains. The Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio's Kip Morse wants you to know scammers often prey on human nature and people simply letting down their guard. All stressed out, very busy, very anxious, and so, yeah, we, sometimes we don't do our homework and we forget. Do not click on any hyperlinks. Even the ones that come through your phone, those take you directly, he says, to a scam site 100% of the time. I'm Angela Ann. And despite rumors of COVID-19 outbreaks leading to a possible delay, the national title game between Ohio State and Alabama on Monday night is still on. Dom Tiberi has the details. There have been reports that the Buckeyes are dealing with COVID-19 issues and that there have been talks between Ohio State, Alabama, and the college football playoff about postponing the game. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith issued the following statement. We continue to follow these same protocols as we have all season. We plan to play January 11th. 
For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.